Welcome to a special Con Expo edition of the Digging Deeper podcast, brought to you by Tenna, helping construction companies know more, control more, and make more. Hi everyone, this is Ryan Wisner. I'm here today with Tim Bolds, Production Operations Manager for Kubota Tractor Corporation. He's going to share some insights on the company's entry into the stand-on track loader market with the introduction of the SCL 1000. Thanks for joining me today, Tim. Certainly Kubota has its place in the compact equipment market, and you've got this, uh, you're coming out with the SCL 1000 uh, in the stand-on track loader uh, market. So what what led uh, Kubota to uh, start down uh, to get into that market? Well, um, as as always, we are we're we're looking for how to improve and how to expand our product lines, and and the key way that we do that is actually by you know surveying our dealers and customers as to what improvements they may want or new product that they would like. And this has been an item that's kind of been, um, you know, near the top of their requests for new products. And, uh, and, it, and, and basically that's what it is. It, it's come through, you know, dealer surveys and, and listening to what our customers and dealers want. Sure. And uh, we decided that this would be a, a good time to enter the market Um you know, we we kind of try to do our homework, and we see that this market is growing, and that the uh, popularity of these units is becoming uh, um, uh, more, I guess, more sought after by some uh, some of the different end uses in the market. So, sure, um, that's that's kind of why we we went this direction with expanding to this product line. And is it uh, for this type of product line is is it the landscapers or and, and uh, kind of into the rental market that uh, uh, these machines are being utilized? Yeah, I mean the the, the highest portion of this uh, there's there's a very vast uh, in use category, but uh, if you want to say landscapers and nurseries and rental market, those are probably your you know your top three. Um, industries within this product type. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And uh, and and those and those were all uh, customers that we surveyed uh, with. What What do you? If they currently have one, what do you like about it? What do you don't? Uh, you know, what do you want to see from Kubota as sure. far as the product itself? And. Uh, um, and that's that's kind of how we came about on this machine. So, okay. And so I guess that that uh, leads us right into it. Then is what is unique about uh, the uh, Kubota stand-on track loader? Well, um, it is there, there's actually quite a bit of uniqueness to this machine. Um, uh, we tried to listen to the customers and give them what they they wanted and what they were requesting. Um, I'll just go through some of the the top features. Um, you know, we've got a, a new uh, 4.3 color LCD monitor on this machine that provides us the ability to have a keyless start and password protection system on it. So that's that's unique. No one else has a keyless start system on theirs. Uh, everybody requires some sort of key to turn the machine on and start it. 
Um, so that's one thing. And uh, another is the overall concept of the machine as being that it is only 36 inches wide with a wide track. Now, wide track is typically a 9 or 10-inch track. Ours is 9.8 inches wide. Um, so we have a fairly wide track on a narrow uh, platform, basically, a 36-inch wide. And that's just to be able to get in and out of backyards and into some tight spots uh, with with really good flotation, uh, you know, a light uh, PSI footprint. Sure. On the ground. Um, so because so that 36-inch, that that's still going to allow you to get through like a, a fence gate and that type of thing. And Yeah, those little walk-through fence gates that are in a lot of backyards and uh, to be able to get in the backyards uh, really easy. So okay. most of the – and the way it differentiates is most of the other manufacturers uh, have a narrow track and wide track offering. And if you want to get down to that like 36-inch size – um, you have to go with a narrow track, okay. um, which is a, typically a seven-inch track. Sure. So, so that's that's kind of a little bit of the <clears throat> difference and uniqueness there. Um, we do have a uh, 5.1 mile an hour travel speed, both forward and reverse, which is um, the basically the fastest out there according to paper, you know, on on paperwork. So. And it is it, it allows these machines are going from the front of the house through the gate to the backyard to do a lot of work, or or that type of thing. And you know the the faster you can get it done, the more you can move on and get another job done. You know, sure. um, part of it if you if you look at the couple of pictures that got sent along with it, and if uh, you're familiar with our larger uh, compact track loaders, uh, to uh, some our, extent, yes, our yes. PLs, so if you look at the way this machine looks, uh, we took a lot of features from our big machines and put them into the small machine. Uh, for example, the the loader is vertical lift. Um, it is and it looks like the loader arms off of our track loaders. Uh, the undercarriage, the the track system, uh, is designed similar. It's a welded, purpose-built machine, so it's not a bolt-on set of tracks. Um, it it has uh, permanently sealed uh, rollers on the bottom uh, that's lubricated. Um, so, you know, some of the competitors have grease circs on theirs instead of uh, permanent sealed options. So your reliability and your your maintenance goes down because ours is sealed and, and uh, lubricated. The uh, overall undercarriage, you know, it has uh, grease tension. Some competitors don't have that. Um, they're uh, they're using a wrench to tighten or loosen the tracks. Um, so, you know, a lot of our, our efforts there. Um, um, one of the other things is the engine in our machine. It is a Kubota diesel. Uh, it's, a, it's a very popular model, a D902. However, we've added a turbocharger to that. Uh, so it gives us the ability to uh, – we stayed under the 25-horsepower uh, emissions threshold, you know where you have to add a um, an after treatment for the exhaust if you go above 25. We don't have to do that now, and it gives us the performance at a at a higher altitude level uh, because it's a turbocharged engine. Um, our control handles are pilot operated instead of uh, linkage. 
so we've, we kind of brought that down from our bigger machines into this one. Uh, we have a, uh, uh, unique T handle drive system for the machine that is patent pending. And, um, the loader arm control, um, as well as being pilot operated, it is, um, uh, we incorporated our auxiliary hydraulics into that handle with uh, push buttons, and and those push buttons are proportional control, uh, meaning that uh, the the if you push them a little bit, a little bit of flow flows, and the more you push them, the more flow goes. So they're proportional, whereas many of the competitors uh, have they they have a separate lever on the dash or on the control area to control their auxiliary hydraulics. We've incorporated that into the, the loader control handle. So, um, uh, let's see. Would you say in general, or I mean, are the controls for, being that this is uh, uh, seems like a machine that would be on the rental market, is it fairly intuitive uh, how to operate this machine? Yes. Yes, uh, it would be very intuitive, especially um, it, it, it operates similar to most of the other machines out there as far as loader controls. It's just pilot operated instead of linkage, so it's going to be smooth and 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 take a little less effort on the operators uh, um, on the operator side of it. So it, it should be very intuitive. It should be uh, easy to use. Um, let's see if there's anything else I'm missing. Oh, the the name itself, the SCL 1000. Just for clarification, uh, it is a thousand pounds of ROC. That's that's rated operating capacity. Okay. And the SCL, it, it actually stands for Stand On Compact Loader in okay. in our world. Go beyond tracking. Tenet is the construction technology platform that revolutionizes equipment fleet operations. Tenna lets you know more with reliable tracking and a unified platform for mixed fleets built on over 100 years of construction experience. Control more with visibility from the machine level to the project all the way up to your whole company. The result is you make more money with better own, move, buy rent decisions, higher utilization, and more predictable days. When choosing a technology solution, choose one that is built by contractors for contractors. Choose Tenna. Uh, the you were you had been talking about the the wider track that you you have on your on the SCL 1000, and uh, does that provide is does the wider track design assist in terms of the PSI uh, rating for the low impact and to minimize the damage as it, as it's going over the backyards and such? Yes, yes. It's uh, the our PSI is four four point zero PSI. Okay. So it's a pretty light footprint uh and it gives you it gives you the ability to squeeze through those narrow those narrow gates or those narrow openings and um with a light footprint whereas some of the competitors when they've switched to that um narrower more narrow track the seven inch track um it um it, the the psi goes up if you switch to a narrow track sure so sure. um our machine will only come with the wide track on it, um, okay. and um, the yeah. So. And and like you said, that that design, uh, I mean, just the overall design was 
factored in based on surveys with the, your dealers and with the the landscapers and and the nurseries and 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 the uh, the rental uh, shops as well that were saying this is what this is what our customers want this this is what the end users yeah. are saying they want yes yes yeah. this wide track and um, <coughs> yeah okay. How about on, from a maintenance perspective? I mean, you did mention that uh, based on some of the design factors uh, with the tracks and such, it's uh, it does make it a little bit easier uh, with the welded design and, and other things. And what about in terms of access to the engine and, and other uh, other main, general maintenance on the so machine? On, on maintenance-wise, um, as far as greasing, we kind of did the similar where we put our grease circs facing outward on, in, you know, wherever the pivot points are on the loader arm, similar to our, our larger SVLs. Uh, so it's easy for someone to take a grease gun and walk down the side of the machine and grease all of the, the greasable points um, uh, very easily, easy access. As far as access to uh, hydraulic, the, the hydraulic fill tank, your, your fuel tank, uh, the hydraulic filters, water separator, all that, you, you simply lift the hood up and they're all right there uh, towards the top, easy to get to, easy to uh, access. Okay. Uh, the, even, even the engine oil filter that is on the side of the engine, we've, we've added an access uh, panel or door on the side of the machine to where you simply take that off, and you can reach in there to to be able to take that engine filter off. Uh, so, and then uh, and then again with the track tension, ours is grease tension versus uh, you know some keb, some competitors that have the a wrench to turn a you know like a um, um, turnbuckle where you got to spin it to either it, you've got a threaded piece and a and you're turning it to either lengthen or tighten it. Um, that, that's how some of the competitors have. Well, ours is just a grease zerk uh, system, like on our larger uh, track loaders and our excavators. So um, reduces reduces the uh, uh, amount of effort to tension and, and loosen the tracks. Um, the rollers being sealed, you don't have to grease those. You don't have to worry about it. Um, yeah, it's it, um, we t- we took into consideration that the the overall maintenance and the ease of it, and tried to you know the monitor itself uh, we have built into it um, the the time frames for maintenance. So we have maintenance minders in there, and and the customer can go in. The, it it will tell the customer, hey, you're you're due on your your um, oil change or whatever, and then. Um, they can once it does that, they can go in there and reset it, and then it times out another. It, it's set up for the time of the maintenance per the operator's manual. Sure. Okay. So with these uh, with these machines, I mean, as I we've discussed, I mean, you did say that it's, it does find kind of the top three are those landscape nurseries and the and the rental side of things. So even for the landscapers, though, is this more a machine? Uh, I guess it would depend on the the size of the contractor um, that they're going to be purchasing, or is it something more that they're more likely going to be renting? 
it it really depends on that customer because there are some customers that we went to see that this is kind of what they specialize in with this this size of machine but almost all of them own larger construction pieces whether it be a skid steer or a track loader or an excavator okay um you know the so you know the 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 wide array of customers that we went to see we you know it could be a a tree removal company that they have larger equipment for the larger open areas but if they have to work in someone's backyard and they have to take you know the uh, you know a tree down or they trim tree limbs and they stack them and then they what they do is they go in in through gates with this and with maybe a, a little tree grapple on the front and they grab a bunch of limbs and then they drag them through the gate out to the front and put them into you know a shredder or to a uh, a trailer and haul them off to be, you know, chipped and shredded. But um, to we have landscaper guys that are taking, you know, maybe they're building a patio in the back or uh, or they're finishing out around a pool and they're taking material back there with this little machine to, to fill in and to do the final type of landscape grading back there. Um, um, it's... Um, it it, it 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 lends itself to all types of customers, I guess, and sure. and and we've seen some customers that are fairly good sized construction guys. That yeah, this is their the, this isn't like their main unit, but if they do get a job site where hey, we need this this machine, they kind of throw it in there. Uh, and then it's a popular machine for you know weekend warrior type guys like the homeowners like me. That oh I got a project in my backyard or I want to I want to completely tear out my my shrubs in my landscape in the front and I want to redo it and I want to do it quickly um, I can rent one of these machines and just go to town sure and it's and it's not going to be too hard for that weekend warrior to jump on this thing and yeah and, I mean for, and and for for that for the rental uh, shop guy to be able to say, well, yeah, here's here here's how you use it, and they they get it get it to their house, and it's like, well, yeah, I I still can figure out how to use it, even if I don't remember everything you said. It's pretty intuitive. Yeah, and and the fact that it's you know it only weighs three thousand pounds, so you can tow it. Right. You can you can take it from the rental center with a small trailer and tow it with a normal you know your normal license. Not you don't have to worry about having CDLs or anything. Sure. Um, uh, a couple other points about the machine that I, I wanted to mention is in in this market, um, the common industry interface coupler, which is the they call it a CII coupler, but it's the common industry cup, interface coupler. Um, it, it's that standard little two-pin hitch. I don't know if you're familiar with these or not, but uh, um, it's just it, it. There's two little pins that drop down into a hole. It's a slightly different setup than a two-lever skid steer style hitch. So majority of all the competitors out there, or actually all the competitors, offer the common industry interface. Only uh, Bobcat came out with their little two-lever skid steer style hitch that fits on that machine. Okay. Uh, and and we will be doing that as well. Okay. Uh, we are gonna, we're going to offer the the common industry and the Two lever style skid steer hitch for these smaller machines. Okay. 
and and simply that's that's a strategy on our part as far as you know we can sell the machine to whoever it doesn't matter what hitch you have on it we can we can connect to your attachments right well um, and that, and that was I'm glad you brought that up because actually that was going to be a question I had as far as because you had mentioned you know a uh, attaching a kind of a grapple type of thing, and it's like, well, what kind of attachments would be open to it? And it sounds like what you're saying is that it's uh, it'll be uh, an option to really kind of have uh, generally just about a- anything on there. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, you you've got, you know, you're not going to take your. Well, let me put it this way: you shouldn't take your 80 inch bucket off of an like an SVL 95 and put on this little right machine. Uh, and and you may not be able to the the, the two lever skid steer style hitch. Um, it, it's compatible with some of the SSL attachments out there. Maybe a, you know if you got a smaller set of pallet forks, uh, you might be able to to connect to that. Uh, it really depends on because the attachment world there's there's variant there's so many different manufacturers out there and. Um, the, the variances in just a skid steer style hitch is quite different. Uh, I mean, the the top plate that you go in and hook under, if the angle is different for one manufacturer versus another, it may or may not fit your machine. Sure. So, okay. um, but um, and with that, since we're talking about attachments, um, are you are you familiar with Lampride? Uh, Equipment up in the, or Lampride, the company out of Kansas, uh, and, and, or that, are you aware? Great that's not Plains one I'm familiar with personally. No. Okay, so Great Plains Manufacturing is the parent is a parent company of Lampride, uh, out of, based out of Salina, Kansas. And uh, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, Kubota Tractor Corporation or Kubota Corporation bought that uh, manufacturing company up there. So Lampride, uh, the the division of Lampride up there, has been making our um, construction equipment attachments okay. for us. And uh, with the launch, and, and this this project, this, this uh, SCL 1000 project, was a collaborative effort between Kubota Tractor Corporation and Lampride to design and build it. So they will actually be producing the, the, this machine up in Kansas. And we, as part of our survey, we wanted, and since they're doing our, our construction equipment attachments, part of our survey was what were what is the most popular attachments for this, um, you know, stand-on track loader. And uh, we will be launching at Con Expo. You'll see, um, if, if you're going to be at Con Expo, you'll see, are attachments that we are launching with it, which is you know so the most common ones besides a standard 36-inch bucket for this is a high-capacity bucket, a you know a, an auger head with varying sizes augers offered, pallet forks, a compact uh, skid rake, and then a compact trencher. Okay. That that fit this. So we'll we'll have a array of five or so different attachments that that that's going to be our initial offering and then like we did when when we started for them to build our attachments we started with an initial offering and then we aggressively you know uh, grew that offering over a matter of three or four years 
and and our idea is to do the same here with with this machine and these small attachments. Okay. So with this machine, I mean, you you've it's uh, it's definitely uh, has a certain size component to it, and it's and it's got the wider track, but it's still the the 36 inch uh, width. Do you is Kubota going to be uh, looking into other size ranges within this uh, the stand on uh, track loader market? Yeah, I think I think we will. Um, the way the way we kind of um, do product introductions and launches is um, we will uh, we will launch a particular model or two models. Like let's go back to our compact track loaders. Uh, back in 2010, we introduced two models, and a few years ago, we introduced a third one there. But the way we typically do it is if we if we're gonna we're gonna do this one model for this this um, type of machine as an introduction. Once we get it in the hands of um, dealers and customers, we wanna we wanna give it a few months to be out there, let them use it, and then we'll we'll survey them and say, okay, how's it doing? We wanna make sure that it's meeting what they want and and the and it's doing well. And then we 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 do so. Part of our our surveying would be, what do you want next? Do you want a larger one? Do you want a smaller one? Um, you know this this market's growing, and part of the reason you know the, the a, a large section of this market is actually a little bit smaller size machine than this one thousand pound capacity, but the the. The overall, they're they're going. They started even smaller than that, and they just keep growing in size. Uh, you can see that with with uh, Ditch, which is offering of a, a you know a fifteen hundred pound, and then Toro came out with a two thousand pound, and then Ditch, which came back with a three thousand pound machine last year, where they introduced. Well, by the time you get into that size, you're really getting into a small skid steer. And the and the price point of a small skid steer that you could actually sit in a cab. Sure. So, so we we we're gonna we're gonna assess how this machine goes, but but um, with we will eventually um, expand the market or expand our product offering. But we we want to we want our customers and dealers to tell us, do you want a bigger machine or smaller? Sure. And everything that we put into it and designed into it, we want to make sure that they're happy with that. Or is there anything else that we can give to you that you that you're looking for? Uh, you know, and as time goes on, you know, um, the technology changes, and and uh, you know, they may say, oh, well, we want uh, some other technological. Maybe they want to include. Uh, you know how how on the big track loaders we have uh, these uh, greater boxes that have the GPS and the and all that on it. Maybe they want something like that on this small unit. Sure. And, uh, you know that would be something that we would incorporate potentially down the road um, if, if the market demanded it or or requested it. So. And when uh, when when will this machine actually uh, be available to uh, to the Kubota dealers? Uh, we're gonna we're going to launch it and start 
shipping it during the second half right now of, oh, of the okay. year. Okay. So it's going to be July, August time frame, probably. Sure. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Tim. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. That's it for this special Con Expo edition of the Digging Deeper podcast sponsored by Tenna. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time.